He's Jimmer. He's Christian. This is two PTs and a bag, and a bag of, chips. of chips. I beat you there. Totally beat me. Okay. We're two PTs discussing PT-related topics and reviewing a bag of chips. Today, we're going to be going over adhesive capsulitis, a.k.a. frozen shoulder syndrome. And we're going to be reviewing the Quilo Jamón Iberco, which is Spanish ham-flavored potato chips. Compliments of Becky and Dustin. Thank you, Becky and Dustin. It says here, patatas fritas premium. Which we decide is probably fried potatoes premium. I would think so. So there's this picture on the on the bag of ham, thinly sliced ham. And I was really hoping that that's what was coming out of the bag. Just thinly sliced, crisped ham. Fried ham. Alas. Yeah, no, it looks like a potato chip. But looks like a good potato We'll talk chip. about that later. Adhesive capsulitis. A.K.A. frozen shoulder syndrome. You like the syndrome always? Yeah, because I think it's it's th- there's two different kinds, right? Oh sure. So when you when you look for signs and symptoms and they all kind of point in a certain direction, we like to call them syndromes. Yes, syndromes are kind of entertaining, like nice. iliotibial band syndrome, patellofemoral syndrome, pain syndrome, chronic fatigue syndrome. Oof. Good syndromes out there. Yes. Not to be confused with Syndrone from The Incredibles. Syndrone? Is that sure he's the type of drone that you would fly around the neighborhood to take pictures? It's tough to say. Anyway, adhesive capsulitis. Basically, what starts to happen is is your shoulder hurts, and so you don't move it much anymore. And when you don't move it very much anymore, it gets stiff. That's one theory. Yep. There's another theory that says that it's an autoimmune disease. And it causes an inflammatory reaction in your joint capsule. And subsequently, the joint capsule shrivels, becomes smaller and smaller, causing pain and limited motion. That, that's just a theory. It's hard. It, that's the same theory that says it's predominantly in, in white females, fair-skinned, red-haired, over. age over 50, uh, which I don't know why that would be, but... So there could be a genetic component to to some of this. Um, It is true that if we see somebody who kind of fits that category and it's an insidious onset out of the blue, there's no surgery, no trauma, out of the blue, their shoulder starts to hurt and becomes extremely stiff, there's a 90% chance it happens on the other shoulder eventually. Which is really high. It's super high. But it also doesn't have to happen. There's that 10%. Right, yeah, we're not trying to scare anybody. No. I mean, uh, the most recent true adhesive capsulitis I saw was about two years ago, so they're not very frequent, thankfully. But yeah. it was a, a younger woman, uh, late 30s, and this was her second bout already. So she had had it in her left shoulder before and now in her right. Yeah, I think I've had three or three or four patients last year. Well, last that, year. Um, one of them who's actually referred with rotator cuff tendonitis, and it turned out that it wasn't. She had a spontaneous frozen shoulder. So with that, you have kind of three stages that they call, which is the freezing stage. This is where your range of motion becomes limited. It's usually painful at that time. Then you have the frozen stage. This is where your arm doesn't really move, and this is typically not as painful or or not painful at all. And then the last stage is the thawing out stage, which is where your range of motion comes back. This whole process can take... 18 months to two years to kind of... Before it's fully restored, yes. And that if it's a true adhesive capsulitis, PT can be minimally helpful. 
Well, the, the problem resolves itself. And what you can do with PT is try to, once you get to the frozen stage, is try to be a little bit more aggressive with mobilization, with functional exercises. Um, but if, if you're in the freezing stage, so if there's an active inflammatory process and you start cranking on these people, A, they're going to be really uncomfortable, and B, all you're doing is stirring up the inflammation. You're not helping anything. You're, you're poking the bear, so to speak. Oh, I like that. Yeah. A sleeping hibernating bear or just a regular? I think both. Both bears. I, it's not a good idea. No, you should never I think it's the bear. way that goes. The good news is if you have more of the frozen shoulder, this is usually highlighted by post-surgical, some sort of fall, a car accident, any kind of trauma to your shoulder. And this trauma could have occurred a couple weeks or a couple months ahead of time. And this is usually highlighted by the it hurts, so I stop moving it. I stop moving it so I can't move it as far as I used to. Uh, this responds incredibly well to physical therapy. And it tends to be um, more specific, more specifically limited to certain motions, right? We don't see a, a full-on capsular restriction, but it might be more in the posterior capsule or inferior capsule. So the, the typical capsular pattern is that you're losing medial and lateral rotation. So reaching behind your back to scratch or to undo your bra strap, and then reaching behind your head uh, to fix your hair, for example. Those two motions tend to be uh, limited the most. People with kind of frozen shoulder, that's a relatively quick recovery. I mean, uh, several months usually until you, you kind of feel fully capable again. A lot of the times we just work on teasing out your range of motion. So we just try to encourage a little bit more, a little bit more. We do that with manual therapy. We'll do that with, with several home exercises. Uh, and occasionally we, uh, we work on uh, just posture as well. Yes, posture can be something that has an effect on it. The other thing that frozen shoulders respond to really well is joint compression. So starting to work on like, like doing partial weight bearing on all fours or doing wall push-outs or things like that, any kind of joint approximation um, helps to restore some mobility. These also respond quite well to cortisone injections, and that is a pretty common treatment yes, if early you, on. If you get diagnosed quickly with an insidious adhesive capsulitis, so something that out of the blue, your shoulder starts hurting and you're having limited mobility, but your strength is not impaired, uh, orthopedic surgeons would love to give them, come and um, have a look at this, and if it's within three, four, or five weeks of onset, uh, it responds really, really well. I mean, it can it can um, cut the the treatment time in half sometimes um, if you can get a cortisone in injection in that joint. Well, that's because cortisone acts again as basically it just prevents inflammation. So in a process like this, which is an inflammatory process, if we shut down the inflammatory cycle very early on, you aren't as limited. Well said. Yeah. I think that kind of sums up our uh, adhesive capsulitis frozen shoulder conversation here. Yeah. The lesson there is if it hurts, don't do it. No, it isn't. No. I was it's, just joking. It's don't. go as far as you can, but don't make it hurt more. Stay within your soreness range, not your pain range. Yeah. We could do a whole episode on the difference between soreness and pain. We're doing a pain episode in a couple okay. weeks. Perfect. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. All right. Last week's trivia. How many people were killed by aardvarks in 2018? The magic number is three. 
Shockingly, no answers this week. No correct answers this week. People are not into aardvark, I guess. It's it's, it's a pretty absurd question, but I think it's fun. Well, that's the part of trivia. That's, you know, if you ask questions everybody knows, like... What color is the sky? How many fingers am I holding up? That's hard to tell on a on a on podcast. podcast. Yeah, that's not a that's a bad example. Because boy, well, I, I mean, I guess you could guess one to ten and have a pretty a ten percent chance of being right. Yeah, and then you could mess with people. You could, because you might have six fingers on one hand. Uh, that wouldn't count. No, that'd be weird. Anyway, this week's question: The Trojan War was fought between the Greeks and the Trojans. What modern day country would this have taken place in? That's good. That's a good history question. If you're into, like, the Trojans. Was this the one with the horse? The, there was a horse involved with the Trojan War. Yes, the, the Trojan, Trojan horse, horse. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. I remember that. They tried to do that on uh, the Holy Grail. This would have also been an appropriate question to cover with Achilles, seeing as how Achilles was Ooh, a famous... Ooh, I like that. ...fighter in the Trojan War, so... Was he Trojan or was he Greek? Pretty sure he was Greek. I th- he, yeah... That's, I don't really or, know, I guess. No, we're... Oops. He played by Brad Pitt in the, in the movie. That's all I got. <laughs> that's, that's... He was dipped. Ha- that's not helping at all. He was all. dipped in the river something or other. Not useful. And his mother held him by his Achilles. Thus, thus the Achilles. That's the hit. name Achilles. That's... We, we'll, uh, we'll take that answer, too. If you know if Achilles was Greek or Trojan, just throw that one just in there. T- just toss that in there a yeah. little bit. Alrighty, it's chip time. Oh, I've been waiting for we've been waiting for this for a couple of weeks. Yeah, we've really had to hold up on not getting too excited. So Haman Iberco by Quilio. 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 It's just good to say. It's a product of Spain. So we're excited. Chip to air ratio today, an astonishing sixty percent. I was surprised because it was really it was like full with air, like it's very you know, puffed. When you, when you when you come off the airplane, yeah. When you come up to to Denver, there's there's always a little bit of extra pressure up here. But as soon as Christian opened it up, it was full, full, full of chips. Yeah, full we're, chips. Gonna have to, we're gonna have to fight about all the full whole here. chips. Uh, the chip is a delicious golden color. It looks very solid. It's quite bubbly. Ready? You get ham right away. Yeah, not overpowering. Nope. Good crisp. Mm-hmm. You still got potato chip flavor in there. Not oily. I was I was telling Christian it kind of smelled like the humcas. For those of you who follow us, go back to like episode two or three. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't taste like uh, it doesn't have any cheese. No, no cheese. It's not overly salty. No. This is very good. Why did you only get a few? I put down seven chips. No, you didn't. Maybe two. You ate all of them. I ate three. Yeah. Oh. This is a good chip. I'm liking this. Two thumbs up. Yeah, definitely two. It would be three, but I don't think we'll ever be able to get it again. No. Yeah. This would be good with a cerveza. It would be good. Or two. Any kind of cerveza, really. Yeah. Yeah, definitely recommend it. Wow. If you can get your hands on some Cuyo Jamon Iberico, do it. run. Yeah, I'm I'm actually going to probably give this a three today. I feel like it's been a while. I would really enjoy this chip on a regular basis. Three thumbs up, huh? I'm going to give it three today. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to reserve that for yep. that one chip that's going to blow me away. Oh, okay. Like that Guinness chip. The Guinness chip that blew you away? Yeah. That wasn't even a three for you, though. No, because I was hoping that there was going to be something better than that, but so far there isn't. Can I we mean, go back and, and Do you want to edit that change? episode? I don't know. 
mean, I think it's important to have to, to really objectivity to really appreciate, you know, certain chips here. All right. Well, I'm going to go with two. Okay. Um, thank you for listening today. Next week, we are going to be going over SI joint dysfunction or whatever that's, oh, that stuff is. That's going to be a 20-minute episode. You want to time. tune in for that one. We're going to go over Tim's Hawaiian ginger wasabi chip. Compliments of Steve Govisoto. So we're pretty excited about that one again. Thanks, Steve. Yep. Any looking for information about us, physical therapy in general, the show, check out our website, reboundclinic.com. If you've been enjoying the show, tell a friend. Tell two friends. I'll have more chips. This is our 26th episode, so that's pretty good. He's Jimmer. I'm Christian. Thanks for listening.